Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 66 of the Lookout Podcast. I am Mills. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. What's up, buddy? We are here. 66? Is that a number? That's kind of number. Does it feel? I don't know. That's really crazy. Um, we're here, episode 66, obviously, still at the Mm -hmm. Summer Akame House, still doing the series. We're taking a break. From our normal uh, expeditions of anime, our normal right. either Dragon Ball or Demon Slayer or My Hero or whatever expeditions. And we're still diving into some fun stuff. And we got right. a fun episode this week because we're diving into something that we both have wanted to talk about. We contemplated doing a season on this. Yeah, we thought about it. Yeah. Season was kind of short. So it's like, mm-hmm, I think it'd be better as just kind of like this long form discussion type of thing that we could do for the summer. Um well, with that said, I just looked at my iMessages in the picture you sent. <laughs> you did? <laughs> Asian Cronet. So, um, oh, man. that was funny. But I'll say this. I don't want to bury the lead too much because we of do course, have a special guest on this episode. We've been we inviting do. people to the Kame house all summer. And people have been showing up all summer. And we're incredibly grateful. Yeah. So, what we have here is we have a special guest. Mm-hmm. You may know her. You may have seen her. No cosplaying you may have seen her on twitch mm-hmm. you may have seen her as as nessa you may have seen her as Oshaka uraka yes, you may have yeah. seen her one of my favorites actually something very very recent and i gotta give her props on this the the the, the lo-fi um the lo-fi girl from the the the, <laughs> the, the videos on youtube when you want to study lo-fi and study yeah amazing. yeah so i definitely want to introduce to this podcast, Sachi, aka Chibi Thought, on Instagram, on Twitter, on everything like that. So, welcome to the show, Sachi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a like. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh my! No, no, no! I gotta give you props on that low yeah, five. Definitely, it's really cool. <laughs> Reaction from that is like so overwhelming. Like I'm like, holy shit! Like okay, like you lit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it looks really awesome. It looks really awesome. Yeah, I don't think people thought of doing a, a cosplay like that, but you like, you did it, nailed it, hit it when out the park. You stare at her for so many hours. It's like you know what? <laughs> Let me do this. Let me run this. <laughs> Like it's, oh it's my! Like really simple. It's just like the sweater, a scarf, and like the brown wig. I was like, uh, yeah, oh my. yeah. <laughs> I've been conditioned. I've been staring at her for so long. We like it. We like it. <laughs> oh my god! But first of all, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you of for course. coming. You know, to the to the Kame House this summer. We're we're here. This is our island abode, away from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that is nice. It's nice that you guys um, have that like setup and stuff. Th- that's right. Yeah, you know, the lookout's pretty high. It gets pretty cool. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but with that said, um, first of all, I would love to ask you. I have so many. We got to right, figure out the basics me, right now. Okay, got There's that's so that's many that's questions that's about you and cosplay and all this other stuff like that. I notice, obviously, from your body. You know what? It's an incredible job when you're doing research for your guests and it's just like oh i just get to look all up and down her instagram and see yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's really going on right like yeah yeah let me, let me just scroll down her like what's this yes. person all about <laughs> yeah 100% um first of all brooklyn just like me shout yes. out to you shout this out is the connection brooklyn. i'm being overpowered to, right now <laughs> yeah 100% i'm gonna tell you another thing that's being overpowered Where? are you from are are you from trinidad or your family's from trinidad 
my family's from Trinidad, but I have citizenship. So <laughs> I, I like to count myself. Okay. I go back okay. every summer. All right, turn up. Same thing. Well, except the going back every summer. I've actually never been to Trinidad, but my family's from Trinidad. Oh, nice. So yeah, my family's from uh, a well. smaller island, Tobago. And they actually oh, okay. just moved there. So I'm kind of the only one, like my parents and my brother and sister just moved there. So I'm the only one left okay. in there. <laughs> nice, wow. Nice. Okay. Well, listen, you doing this, I, I was going to ask you, having very Caribbean parents, what do they think of you cosplaying and seeing all these pictures of <laughs> various anime capacities and all these other Seriously. stuff like that? Well, I'm lucky enough, I feel like, to have, like, pretty... Uh, leisurely parents when it comes to like doing creative stuff like I never had like my parents were never like oh you have to be like a doctor or a lawyer or something like mm -hmm. that like I went to college for fashion merchandising okay, so like I awesome. always knew I was like creative in the term of like that's probably where I'm gonna go to make money like I used to dance when I was little and shit like it wasn't I'm bad at math so <laughs> all <laughs> forms of science were out the way like <laughs> that obviously wasn't gonna happen no. but um Good parents. No, they, they took it really well. I mean, my dad is kind of like the more stricter one. So his concern was always like, oh, you know, these weirdos are at the cons. Like, well, like <laughs> who, who are these people? Like, you got to be careful of these people, some of these people. I'm like, okay, these people. <laughs> like, that's me. I'm also, but you know, like, you have to think about it as like, he's older. So his idea mm -hmm. of a convention is like, really like geeky and just really not to say that mm -hmm. it isn't but you know what i mean like it's yeah yeah like, you see normal people at a convention so it's not like you go there and it's just it's a whole bunch of like extreme sci-fi like no like but that's what he's thinking because you know he's older he's not he's not exposed to that but um mm -hmm. yeah they like it and then when i told them that like you know people started like i guessed it for brooklyn comic-con and like people liked my stuff and whatever like they were cool with it they all are actually always begging me to send them things but like sometimes i don't because parents <laughs> right right <laughs> they're like oh you were in this thing right send it to me like yeah sure i got you at some point <laughs> uh, we all we all remember like you know the first time our parents realized especially being you know black is like mm -hmm. we all really we all remember when our parents was like oh our kids into that that's yeah, what's up. It's, Man, it's, it's rather like they're supportive or they're, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's like, okay, they're one of those. And they're <laughs> right. accept it or like try and get you out of it and then accept it eventually, like give up. Or like, you know, some people aren't lucky and they really do get parents who are just overbearing on like yeah. the things that they like in their dreams. And that like really right. sucks. No, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. But I it's mean, all three of us are here, you know, talking about this. So we did a good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Oh, my parents. God. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the parents for real. Um, that's a big fact. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many, how much shit. <laughs> I know Jeff, Jeff, hey, mom, as daughter, always, I mean, the funny part was always like when I'd be shooting at home or like dressing up to leave for a convention at home, <laughs> and like my parents see me, like my mom would just be like, "All right, like I'm used to this," but my dad would always just be like, "What are you?" Like? <laughs> put on a coat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, put on a coat. Him. Cause like he doesn't watch anime. Like the most he does is like he he was into like games, like video games, Ghost Recon and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, so I can't even just be like, well, you know, it's this character. I just have to be like, Dad, it's fine. Just don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah, don't ask questions. Listen, Chaco Uraka, she. This is 
This is the tamest thing that you're gonna see here. Trust me. It's yeah. right. Trust. Amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. Trust me. Um, that's amazing. I want to know. I think what we both like to know is a little yeah. bit more about cosplaying and like. For sure. Because we're interested. Like I'm. Yeah. Like, I don't want to shy away from it. Me and Mark have kind of. Me and Mark. Jesus. Me and Mills have definitely like had conversations about. Man, we need to just just go. You know, let's just do it. Like Demon Slayer it up or something, and just like. Yeah. You know, why not? So, so like, uh huh. No, I was gonna ask. So, like, in terms of how do you, in terms of like, all right, how it gets from the idea to actually the entire fit, yeah, and going off and everything like that. How does that process come through? Do you have the idea? You draw these certain things? Are you having these things like custom produced, or are you doing them yourself? Like, what's the, the entire mechanics behind it? It's like, it's a process and it's also a, a, it depends kind of process. So for me, starting from all the way from the beginning, like before I started cosplaying, I was into like Japanese fashion and stuff, like Japanese street style and things like that. And like from there, I even found out through the internet because that's where I lived as an only child growing up. (laughs) (laughs) My brother and sister are like really young. So I spent my all 17 years just scowling the internet for everything. So, um when i when i discovered cosplay i was like oh like people dress up as like the characters that they like and then i discover like they do that in america but like back then i was mostly only seeing like a uh, comic cosplays like mm-hmm. way more like comic based sci-fi based star wars star trek like yeah. that was the main source of like cosplay media i was getting that wasn't from japan okay like, obviously in japan that's where i saw like people were cosplaying anime and things like that so for me it became just like thinking about how like I can mix my love of like fashion and styling yeah. and creating an outfit or like hearing a story and making an outfit from a story or something to like my love for anime and video games because I really do love character design. Like I wish if like a genie popped out of a bottle and it's like okay, you have one wish, what is it? It would be like that I can draw. <laughs> right, right. Because I feel like like illustrators like character illustrators people who focus on character designs and their costumes and their look it's just like the detailing for video games and anime are always so intricate and interesting always i wish i could draw like that so but i can't so i make the outfits so for me like one big source of motivation of taking the leap of actually like physically cosplaying was um i would watch these things on youtube they were cosplay music videos and it would be like a videographer goes out to a convention and like gets little clips of all the cosplays, usually to like the song or something, like syncs it up so it like looks cool and stuff. And I would just spend hours watching that and I was just like, yeah, no, I need to go. Like, right, this is what I want to do. It looks fun. And so you go, you do it once. Once you do it once, you're hooked. Like, I, I promise you the leap of like doing it once and like having fun with your friends or like getting recognized as like, oh, like you're so-and-so from whatever. Like, you're going to feel like, the sense of community that like you really only get online a lot of mm-hmm. times as like especially a black nerd like right you really only connect with other black nerds which is an important feeling like, yeah it's a nice feeling you're not gonna get that like 10 plus people in your immediate area that are also into the things you like so like when yeah. you go to a convention and you get that like physical connection it's like oh this is cool <laughs> It's like, it's a great feeling. It's awesome. Go with friends. You're going to have fun no matter what. And except when you're stressing over cosplay, but that's different. <laughs> Let's do it, Mills. Let's do it, Mills. And so uh, for if you like when it comes to beginning or whatever, like you just have to decide if you want to make it versus like buying it. 
again, now cosplay is way more mainstream. So there's way more costumes being produced. So it's way easier to buy like any My Hero, especially like if it's a, a big anime, any My Hero costume, any uh, Attack on Titan costume, any DBC, mm-hmm. Naruto, etc. Like, yeah, you're always gonna be able to find those things online, already made and already bought. So some of the more obscure characters, you end up having to like either with me what i do a lot because i can't sew is i like buy clothes and customize them to fit the character and then like make the props like form the props make it from foam or whatever things like that like you have to incorporate like bits and pieces or you make everything from scratch and that's like interesting i admire those people that's really cool (laughs) no no for sure i mean i i know that even for me and mills i'm pretty sure we would definitely just, you know, hit a website, order something. Yeah, nice. and like, it becomes way cheaper as well. Yeah, so like, sure. you would get a, a Demon Slayer uniform for like sixty bucks, let's say, versus mm-hmm. you buying the fabric, how many fabrics per yard or whatever, getting mm-hmm. all the details, all the buttons and everything to make it look decent. You know what I mean? The wig, right. like, it ends up being like you buying the costume and then you buy the wig and the contacts or whatever other accessories you need, it becomes yeah. cheaper than making it most of the time. Oh my God. That sounds, <laughs> wow. Sorry, it, can be done. it can be done, Mills. It could be done. It no, be done. 100% Especially can be Steven done. Steven Slayer, I got you guys. Like you, I, I'll help you out. <laughs> okay. Turn Thank up. you. All right. Yeah, that'd be I fire. Like that. um, so in terms of just like the cosplay community, mm-hmm. How, how have you necessarily, how is it, I'm not completely enveloped into the world, but is it a particular world where you feel like there's a lot of opportunity? Is there a lot of like, are you, do you, I remember, I think I was looking at back at one of your interviews and you, I think you were talking something about, you know, just kind of transgressions and maybe discriminations you've had as a black cosplayer oh, yeah. and, and things like that. Um, do you feel like, especially considering everything that's going on now, um, everything, yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit more, you know, heightened now. Do you feel like you still are experiencing the same kind of things? Well, it's interesting because I feel like when I really deep dove, like my first cosplay, my first physical cosplay was 2014, but I really like started like posting cosplay online and like trying like following other cosplayers and made my cosplay instagram and stuff in like 2016 2015 so back then there really was a way tighter knit circle of black cosplayers because i'm not gonna say there wasn't a lot of us but we just haven't we didn't discover each other yet um when it comes to cosplay share pages and like blogs who share other cosplayers there are only a few that are like dedicated and also a, with a big enough audience to black cosplayers or POC cosplayers even. So mm-hmm. if you are just posting your cosplay and not like seeing other black cosplayers, you don't get a chance to know that they're out there and meet them and connect that way. Right. So with uh, 28 Days of Black Cosplay, it's, um, I believe uh, a cosplayer named Leisha Renee started it. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But um, she... Uh, so 28 Days of Black Cosplay was for February. So in February, it was a thing where we used that hashtag and we were able to kind of like post ourselves and like awesome. have a central hub where you can yeah. click and be like, oh, like all these people exist. And every day right. there would be like a theme or whatever. And that I think really became like, at least on Twitter, because I'm very active in the cosplay community on Twitter, that really became like 
a, a staple point because it I believe it started maybe four years ago. So that really became a point where like people became like you were able to see people and meet people and follow other black cosplayers. And it became a, 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 a chance of like, we're going to share ourselves. If no one mm-hmm. else is going to share us, if like these big white cosplayers aren't going to share us or these big cosplayer pages that only share like thin, white, socially acceptable cosplayers mm-hmm. or whatever, if they're not going to share us, then we have to connect and share ourselves. There were only Absolutely. Break the door handful, down. And I would still say there still is only a handful of huge, big, like over 100K to a million follower type black cosplayers. There's not a mm-hmm. lot still. So it just becomes like we have to do it ourselves. Like yeah. we have to be able yeah. to see each other and become visible and stuff. And I think that really grew the community because more people saw us and more people wanted to join in. They felt comfortable because it's like, oh, this girl's doing it. That girl's doing it. She yeah. looks like me. Like she's That's not what it's about. thin and like light skin or like, oh, she's dark skin like me or like she's plus size like me. So people became like, even guys, like they more guys started seeing other black men cosplay and they, they became comfortable with it. So within the past, I want to say like four years, I really honestly think the black cosplay community has grown exponentially, like huge compared to what it was a while ago. Like we really were tokens. It was a lot of us, but it was hard to find. So yeah, right. So well, now we talk we're about- just this force and with everything that's happening recently, it's funny because it becomes kind of like the only talking point, like certain publications like big big publications would hit you up and the title would be like as a black cosplayer as a black cosplayer cosplayer." (laughs) and it's like all right i get it i get it i will charge this to the black card because it's an interview and you guys are huge i my name being out there is cool but Mm -hmm. like it just became kind of like a you can tell that was trendy to talk about within Mm, the last two years like highlight which is like it's it's good and bad because it's like black cosplayers get highlighted to these really big publications which is really good but also right. it just becomes kind of like a we talk about our pain and that's it for these white audiences <laughs> yeah, right so right just be like oh my god i could never imagine and share it maybe <laughs> so it's like i i feel like it's good and bad um within the past few months obviously with everything going on um i think that more brands I guess are becoming more self-aware but like I said it also just becomes good and bad because it depends on what you know like the content that they're asking you about or featuring you for like is it just oh meet this new black cosplayer that goes through all these things online all the time yeah. and hear her talk about that or is it like meet this new black cosplayer that's actually really talented and does great work and you should follow her you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, right. for sure. it's not a pity party it becomes like you're actually celebrating this cosplayer because like they're good because like we we're good we're not just black cosplayers and like that's the only reason why we should be popular like we're right. talented as well. So, yeah, I mean, Mills and I talked about it. You know, we talk about it all the time, just like the energy of what social media has done to, you know, find people just accepting the fact that we can talk about anime or manga or cosplay yeah. just openly because in even, you know, because before, you know, it's like it was a little different growing being in high school, definitely was being in the 90s, early 2000s, like. Yeah, I was into Dragon Ball Z, but I wasn't like shouting at the top of my lungs per right. se. Like, you know, yeah. I, I was into, you know, anime and stuff like that, but I wasn't telling the world. But now it's like, you know, we are just discussing it on the timeline. It's like we came to the yeah, forefront of this. Yeah, the whole, whole like, like, Twitter community. Yeah. Community for, yeah. Like, black focused 
people who like it's sick anime and like bump hip-hop and like right right like you know what i mean like we're not whitewashed in any way like we're black as hell right but, like yeah we and we respect it. the culture we respect yeah, the culture exactly. you know that's important yeah 100 percent um Speaking of sort of the anime community and everything like that, something that we usually ask, and this oh, yeah. is it's time. To, yeah, right before we're gonna get into the Promise Neverland stuff, but we usually ask this with every first guest. Yes. Um, what was the first anime you remember watching, and what got you into anime just in general? Hmm. Well, I'm gonna be basic as hell, but I'm gonna be real. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> of course, of course. An obscure ass anime out my ass. For no, of course. No, it definitely was <laughs> Sailor sure. Moon. Yeah, none of yes. ours is like you I'm know. Old, so I remember VHS stores. Like I remember going to rent a tape. <laughs> she says she's old. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're old too. Yes. Another thing too, just going back to the whole like, there's so many new black cosplayers. Is a lot of them are like so young <laughs> right right, you're right. Like, it kind of makes the age of how i feel like wait hold on <laughs> but like <laughs> i used to go to the tape to the well my my mom would bring me to like the, the vhs store right around the corner and i would always rent the first sailor moon movie like continuously <laughs> i had like mm. the bootleg uh vhs for the, the pokemon movie that first mm -hmm. one so i want to say pokemon and sailor moon definitely were like my first like Ooh, what is this very specific art style that I can tell isn't just like cartoons? You know yeah, what I mean? right. My first anime that I like, like consciously sat down and watched, um, I want to say Bleach. I'm gonna say Bleach because it's the first anime that I like from start to finish. It got to the point where I was watching dubs at first, and then I caught up with all the dubs, started watching subs. So that's how I started watching sub anime in general. And this is like back when like. You, we had to watch the anime on YouTube in parts. Like, of course, is, in three parts. Is... Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know how it works. We, she knows. We're all from the same. She <laughs> knows the game. <laughs> I well, watched um, DN Angel on uh, like my ex had got me like this box set and I had watched the DN Angel set, mm -hmm. all, like all of it. So I guess that counts as my first one too. But like, I, I really can't remember anything except like the main character and they're really cute, funny. So <laughs> I don't, I never jacked DN Angel. It was so long ago. But, um, yeah, Bleach, I want to say it's my first one that I was just like, like, I'm watching anime. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm looking yeah. up just dubs.net, I'm pressing episode after episode. Like, mm -hmm. right. besides, like, what came on on Toonami and stuff. Like, it was, like, me right. physically going online, searching this and watching it. Definitely Bleach. You say you're old. I think we're all <laughs> around the same. Yeah, Mills and I are 30. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. Oh, okay. Like, I think. Yeah, no, but, like. I feel Growing like up I'm in the '90s, 2000s, like so. It's it's all perspective. Oh, you're like, not old. Yeah, you're a baby. What are you I saying? Mean, you have to understand. I'm, I'm. There's girls that's like 20, 19, 23. Yeah. I get what like, you're saying. I get what you're saying. Now starting out cosplay and like killing it, and I'm just like, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> well, listen. When I learned that, what did I learn? I think the the person who wrote. Um, was it Hunter Hunter or Demon Slayer or something? They're like really young too. Like they're like 26, 20. I think the person who wrote Demon Slayer Demon started Slayer. writing when he was yeah. like 29. Yeah, that's he, he wrote it. Can you imagine? And it's, so yeah, fire, and it's just like having that. I even think yeah, about having, that when it comes to like uh, Oda, because I'm a big One Piece girl. And like Oda's mm -hmm. in his 30s. And I'm just like, like isn't that crazy? Right. He's made this, 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 this absolute massive. Yeah. Like, in his 30s like he just started living like it's crazy 
Like, you Listen. have like, so much more to do. Like, it's crazy. Right. And it, and it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, pretty much, I don't think sort of age can define your, like, creativity and stuff like at that. All. Like, we're all getting, we're getting there. We're still at our peak. Jeff and I just hit 30. We're just like, yo. And we're just having, I would say, honestly, this has probably been one of the best years of our I lives. Know. Everyone of. says that. Everyone's like, yo, once you hit 30, you start living. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> listen, minus the fact that it's 2020, but other than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, this year, year doesn't still. count. We omit 2020 <laughs> from the books. Right, right, right. But, just the vision and like being able to know and kind of like understand and like okay this is where we're going we want to yeah. do this mm-hmm. we want to accomplish have experience, that and, you know what you yeah, want wanted, like, yeah. yeah absolutely we've been through the hardships we understand all the other stuff like that so we can do anything after this year after this year it's yeah whatever. after this year pretty much yeah 100 <laughs> percent um all right, so boom, let's get into a little bit of the Promised Neverland talk because, yes. first of all, I definitely wanted to speak to you because I saw your cosplay of Emma, yes. and and so it was amazing. Thank so you. good. <laughs> Thank I will say that it was. I don't want to, you know, completely diss. I have you seen? There's a trailer of this live action movie. <laughs> I haven't the watched Promised the trailer yet. I saw the movie poster. So uh, how do you feel about the poster? I didn't see the trailer yet. Were you okay with the poster? How do you how do you like the poster? Um, I I I mean, it's okay. It's Japan okay. making it right, so <laughs> right. I'm not expecting anything that's gonna make me go wow, progressive. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. I, I feel like thank it, you for what it is. We we yeah, kind of yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we kind of the same thing. One thing yeah. about me, I do not expect other people like when the whole cosplay discourse was happening. People were like, oh, these pages don't share us. These pages don't share, but it's like. I cannot expect those pages to share us because they don't fuck with us. So it's like, why? Right. <laughs> I would, I would, I would love them to like. So we're we're one of the big talking points that we're um we're talking about. Actually, it was I don't know if you'll ever release it. It was on an episode. It was on a bonus episode that we did. Mm-hmm. I cut it out. I plan on releasing it at some point in the future. Um, who knows if it'll be before this airs? Maybe more than likely <laughs> now that I'm mentioning it. Um, we were talking about it because it's, you know, Japan, it's pretty much exclusive. It's going to be in Japan. It's made by Japanese producers, Mm -hmm. Japanese directors. And then you look at Krone, for instance, who's featured in this, uh, this anime, the one. Yeah. Black. Yeah. The one. (laughs) The one. Yeah, exactly. The one older black, black woman. Cause there are black kids. There are lots of the black kids and no one else. Yeah. That too. (laughs) Right. 100%. 100%. But one older is like, okay, she is a main figure, especially in this first season. Yeah, and exactly. And we're going to talk about it as well. And the fact that they couldn't, I mean, they, what we discovered was mm-hmm. that they hired this um this Japanese lady who was known as, God, let's see if Go I ahead. can. Go ahead. You got to tell her. You got to tell her. Because when you, when Mills first read this to me, you know, we kind of just got. We got respect to her. I mean, you know. Yeah, no disrespect. I know the directors are going to make something. This is for Japan. I'm sure they want everyone to look like them. What was she known as? What was she known as, Mills? She was known as the Asian Beyonce. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She was known as, hold on, I'm trying to actually find the actual. First of all, the Asian Beyonce is CL from 21, the girl group, and she's Korean. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Shots. Her name is Naomi Watanabe. Oh, okay. I, she, I know her. She's a, she's a comedian, is she not? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I know her. She's playing Crone. Yeah. Oh. How do you, how do you feel about her? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> She's playing Crone. <sighs> because you know what? It could have gone really bad. I have mm. to look at this as in a bright side of way. I mean, no. I feel like there's enough Blasians, there's enough black people living in Japan. See, that's what we said. That that's what we said. They could have casted a normal looking black person that like, right. like they didn't have to go over. But like I feel like they were probably scared. Wow, yeah. Naomi? That's so yeah. Weird. She's a great I mean, actress, I, so I feel like it, like taking out color. If it comes when it comes to like the actual part, I can definitely see her. She's like, uh, more, she's plus size. I can definitely see her like playing Chloe, mm-hmm. but it would have been nice to have a black person playing that. Yeah, because that is like the essential part of like the only essential part that we really have besides film. Right. We're not gonna get into that because I'm gonna get my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but one hundred percent. So we've seen that. I mean, we've. Uh, it, it's. I'm going yeah, to. That, that I mean, sucks. I feel like it's a. It, it kind of sucks. Well, yeah, out. it's one hundred percent a missed opportunity. But I mean, with the promise to Neverland, in terms of just us going back to sort of watching this anime. I first got onto this anime, I think it was last year. It probably was last year. This has been a quick experience because I got onto it and then it was over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That was me. I started the manga and I got maybe like halfway into where the manga was currently and then they announced the anime and I was like, oh, well. (laughs) Right. I, I, I didn't even know by the time the anime was completely finished dubbed in everything by the time <laughs> i got onto it um you were lately <laughs> yeah i was super late but yeah. you know what it was a it's a it was a great experience because i think if i had to wait every week yeah it would suck. like it sucked. everyone because this is such the just the way this is like a thriller kind Suspense. of you, know, you want to keep going after one you know what i'm saying yeah sure. you don't necessarily want to be like damn he was a, did she die or did she not die yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that? So, Honestly, I promise- feel like that first episode was, oh, was man. one of That's the it. best first episodes. I'm really big on like first episodes. I feel like the top, my Same. top three right now would be Elfin Lied. The first episode of Elfin Lied is just <gasps> we, that is that is so funny because. I, I, that's that's really funny. That's really funny. Literally, <laughs> we just, we were just having a discussion about doing a potential lookout uh, book club on Twitter, like thirty minutes before the, we started the show. And oh, nice. um, uh, one of our one of our members, uh, Pat, had retweeted and, and <laughs> mentioned that, and it was, it was like so odd that you. Bring yeah, that, up. that that first episode is insane. Uh, Attack on Titan, obviously, the first episode. I feel like of Attack yeah. on Titan is just like once you start, you have to keep going. Um, Parasite 2, like any traumatic first episode, I feel like brilliant. That's really good. Like, for me, I feel like Demon Slayer, the last oh. episode of that season, was one of the best last episodes. So good. That last episode mm. was just that made me want to, like, oh no, like I gotta read, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, no, 100%. I think it's so key, and it's great that you bring that up because, um, I just think in general, these first episodes, and you said like the traumatic and things like that, you have to start off with a bang. And it, and it's yeah. kind of the way it starts off, it starts off very like, you know, there's this quaint, oh, it's an orphanage. Oh, there's yeah, kids. It's, but it's, it's cute. Deep down you're, yeah. But deep down you're like, all right, what's the, 
what's the what's the what's the twist? What's the thing? What's the, nice what am I looking for? Don't, you don't see anything until the absolute literally, end. literally. So it's like, like it just makes you go like like you really you you go in guessing. Obviously, like if you read before and you watched it, but it's like you seeing someone react to like the first episode going in blind, knowing nothing. It's like mm. their mind gets blown because it's like, wait, hold on, hold on. So it did suck mm. to have to wait weeks. <laughs> it's it's right. produced. It's produced like a you know horror thriller type you know the, the yeah the, like the, the angles that they thriller. yeah they choose great angles to you know to, mm-hmm. to to produce and draw it's it's done really really well and like you said there's really no indication that you're about to be completely shocked um, besides some like small creepy undertones just like yeah. you know because you're it's watching like you don't it even and... notice that unless you're like kind of like super analytical watch you know of course like, of you course have a mind for that but like otherwise you're just going in like oh what's this oh wow cute kids with tattoos on their neck Connie, yeah. no <laughs> like you, you have this thing and then also if you look at like the the art for the anime and stuff like if you really after at least after the first episode if you go back and watch the art you go uh <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, a, you, <laughs> right you you know what's interesting also it's like one of those it's very rare i don't want to say it's very rare because you know it's not rare but mm-hmm. when you look at it it's like you look at this you learn tack on titan it's like an anime that doesn't necessarily take place in japan which is a yeah. nice little it's departure so cool, from everything right. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's like a little French, you know, mm-hmm. little yeah. France. Like, what's up with all these names right here? These names are very yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's nice. taken away its thing from Japan as well. I was looking up interviews from the people who wrote it and illustrated it and all this other stuff like that, and they got a lot of inspiration from like actually like Western films, like Sixth Sense mm-hmm. and um yeah a lot of like cinematography is beautiful mm-hmm. in it like i know so it's good. animation but like the the angles of certain things and just the way they sh- they look at like whoever's talking like maybe like the camera's like behind the the lead yeah or something. like yeah. things like that right. it makes it like it gives it that mood the slow focus right. you yeah, know like it's, it's so hard even, yeah like it's not too bright but it's bright enough because it's kids it's like sunny but it's not like mm-hmm. brightly colored like you know like BNA, which is like right. <laughs> Super right. It's a, it is, it is amazing. If you guys have not, first of all, if no one has watched it yet, you need to watch it because the first episode one hundred percent will hook you in, yes. and then every episode after that will hook you in. I think it yeah. does a great job. The first season is so. I don't think it gets enough, like, I mean, it gets praise from the anime community, but I think it should be something that transcends anime, which is why they're probably doing all these live action films and live yeah. action things. Because it's you know, the first season. Go man, ahead. I promise Neverland, it, to me, it's, it's brilliant, but it also was running near the same time Demon Slayer was. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it, it also Dr. Stone, I think. Was yeah, yeah, there was, it had some. It was, it was tough. Hero. My hero was coming out. I believe it was like season four or season three was was happening. Mm-hmm. Food wars, like literally, it was like peak season. Yeah, so it's like if you didn't on. watch it, you didn't watch it. But I feel like so many people spoke about it. So many people cosplayed from it. It's like you had to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you have to. It's it it's so. I think it's from... and it's funny because when I read it, the first arc, that's literally how I felt. Like I felt so passionate about like. Like, why is no one talking about this? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's for sure. Like a novel, like hello, like it's, yeah, it's it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> right, one hundred percent. I mean, it tells a story. I think even as 
the first episode is amazing. I think the last episode of this arc is incredible as well. Yeah. Um, it 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 kind of it it's this all encompassing kind of thing. Like I said, it was probably the reason why they're doing the live action thing because it's mm-hmm. like this. You can chop this off and it can be a movie. It, it does yeah, work. It can be a part one. Yeah. Exactly. It does work yeah. as live action. It can be, and you can easily like if you know. There's a whole bunch of stuff all after the fact. I mean, we don't have yeah. to tell you at this point. All after season two, which is going to drop, I think it's January 2021. Yeah, I believe assuming. January went back because they um, had uh, delayed it and then brought it back. Yeah, yeah. I honestly it, feel it, like it, it's one of those series that like Hollywood would like pick up in like five, ten years too, and like put a real yeah. ass budget behind it because it, it can definitely be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's getting the Netflix. Uh, is getting Netflix Amazon? series. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Amazon, Amazon. Yes, Amazon. Oh, there we go. Amazon it's getting, Prime. Oh, okay. Yes, it's getting the Amazon series. I mean, I have Amazon Prime, so I, I got to use it for something. Yeah. Um, right. oh, I feel like I would watch it. I feel like I haven't been watching any of the live action movies lately. Like I think the last one I watched. I really was, do too, so <laughs> I don't even remember because that Death Note one, the, the American Oh god. Death Note might have been the last one I seen too. I think I tried to watch the Full Metal and I tried to watch the Bleach. The oh, Full no. Metal one wasn't that bad, if I don't remember. Mm. It's on Netflix as well. It is on Netflix, yeah. But that Death Note, the the the, the American version, because there's a Japanese live action Death Note and it's really good. It's like really, really good. <laughs> so Ooh, that American okay. uh, live action Death Note, I was just like, why? <laughs> yeah, no. Why? No, this, um. Let's talk about it. Favorite characters in this entire thing. There are a lot of... I mean, there are probably like... I mean, there are the three main characters. There are the two antagonists. There's a couple other people that matter. Demons. Yeah. Um, what? What's everyone's favorite character from this thus far? I love Phil. And without being biased to what I've read <laughs> at this point, I also love Emma. <laughs> but I really love Phil. <laughs> Phil is smart. Like Phil is a- he's he's just so much smarter than like they even mention. So it's kind of just something you have to pay attention to. Like they'll pan to him seeing Emma and Ray having a conversation, or like like yeah. he's just so uh aware. And it's really mm-hmm. cool to think because it's like you know that the three special kids are Emma, Ray, and uh Norman. Because you know, like they're they're kind of smarter. They have a higher IQ or whatever. So it's nice right. to see that we see we know which one of the younger kids, especially because they left him there. You know, which one of the right. younger kids has that same like high IQ? Love Phil, and yeah. he's black, so I stand. <laughs> he's way darker in the manga, though. So I would. He, yeah, <laughs> Mills. You know I'm a you you know man. I'm a I'm a I'm a Ray guy. I'm a Ray guy. Of course, I like Ray too. Of course, I do you like know. Ray. His personality is just he, <laughs> well, you know, you know. Ray's a, Ray thought he was smarter than everyone else, and then he wasn't as smart as everyone else. I I, I like Ray as well. I think he has good development, man. You know, I like to like develop. Like versus him. Norman, y'all like Ray more. Mm, yeah, I mean, I, would, I, I think I do. I, I think I think Ray, yeah, I think Ray probably has. He's cooler. If there was someone that I would hang out with between him and Norman, <laughs> I, think I would probably hang out with Ray more. As weird as I would be hanging out with fucking thirteen year olds, but I I would hang out with Ray. Have a good life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. A good guy. I think my favorite character 
I'll, I'll be honest, my favorite character in this is, I don't know if this is like cliche or anything like that. My favorite character is Isabella, the mom. Really? She's, wow. I, yeah. I think she's interesting. I like her she's, from an analytical point of view. Not, I don't like her, yeah. her as a person, but I like her no, as a like, maid. Yeah, me too, because she's so like, I don't think she gets as much credit, and this isn't a thing of like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like this anime gets as much credit in general. I don't think she gets mm-hmm. as much credit as a villain. She is completely so unwavered. Good. Yeah, by everything so because like, like you you find out I believe in that in in that season you find out that like because you I mean you know you can see it that she also has the mark on her neck yeah so it's like she you see this, she went like, through the entire thing as well I mean yeah, that's the main and it's, and it's like is, to see how like stone cold she is like you, you they show you that so then you think oh you know maybe like she's gonna let them escape or like you know maybe she's gonna have a soft spot because she did this to not nah, she <laughs> you know her role he knows her role yeah. Yeah. She, she. I mean, she's completely. They made her in a kind of way where it's like, okay, let's not stray. At the last episode, obviously, they kind of stray a little bit, and they kind of give her a sense of like, okay, she's human as well, and she's kind mm-hmm. of having these memories as well because she kind of sees herself and the kids. The kids were managed to escape. They managed to do something that she wasn't strong enough to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I think she's completely like. I mean, yes, 100% stone cold. She's super yeah. analytical. Mm-hmm. She's like three steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah. She's the You tell human. you can tell she's been through it. You can tell. Yeah. Which she is knows cool that. because they um they show that thing that that reoccurring theme of her playing chess with the kids. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just think that's just so beautiful because I'm just like like who wrote this? <laughs> like, yeah. like why is this, why is this not like golden globed? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's an extra layer to all of this other things. Like she has she 100 percent she knows legitimately from the beginning. It's not something that's like sprung up on her and like she has to react in this dastardly kind of way. It's like, mm-hmm. oh nah. One of these things no. And it's like it's her job to, you know be the best that she can be she has the best premium quality goods aka children she has the best uh you know she has the best track record she is eventually you know once you hit the spoilers and everything blah 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 but she's so i mean she's so good at her job and she's so good at being a villain in this first season that i'm just like damn i it's, it's a full appreciation for her yeah um I love the good same. <laughs> me too. I mean, um, we were just talking about that last episode. Like we were talking about um Yu-Gi-Oh, for instance. We were talking about Pegasus. And it was like, damn, he's a good He's like, just so good. Like <laughs> yeah, he's just he's cool. Yeah, he's just good. Witty. Like you know. It's all like this other stuff. Him. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to dislike him. Yeah. Um I mean, there's so many moments in this first season. That just kind of ring off. I love the introduction of Crone. I first yeah. of all, she oh, is so good. Her her scene. I love how they had Isabel sweating. Like I, I really love like the story of like, all right, she thinks she got it under control. She obviously don't. Let's introduce another mom. You know, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this like it's continuing this kind of like like you said this like game of chess, right? And now you <laughs> introduce like. I don't even know. I guess you can introduce a new piece in chess. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I learned how to play chess for, like, five minutes, and then I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you introduce this new piece into all these other things, and it's just like, okay, now, you know, she wants to be... So it's like this underbelly plot of, like, she also... She now wants to be the mom. So now she's exactly. trying to undercut Isabella, but now she's also against these kids, but now she's trying to play it up. It's like, yo, I know you guys. Yes. Like, she's, she's not... She's not... um. She's hip to everything. She was like, yo, I cut a deal with you real quick. 
I, you yeah. know, if you got, you know, I tell you and anything that you guys it's want. Funny that- that they made Crone essentially smarter than Isabella. They did, yeah. She she was on it. Like, she, she they, they, nothing got past her. And it was just like, all right, that's cool that we have someone who was in power for so long and she thinks she, you know, has everything under control. And then, boom, mm-hmm. someone smarter than you comes. Now you have to worry about your position. You have to worry about the kids. You have to worry about, like, not getting eaten by the grandma, whoever that is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. Right. It, it it was. I think she was personally gone too soon. I think they could have yeah extended sure. out. They could have. They could have. I mean, sure. it's. I'm not gonna doubt because I think this is a great, just anime manga story. All these other things. So I'm not gonna doubt it. But when you think of like how long this story actually went on, and how maybe they could have. I mean, maybe they could have used her in various different parts. Maybe she could have been aligned with the kids. Maybe she could have yeah. been secretly something. Um. Or like a double double agent, like. yeah, double yeah. double agent, yeah. or something along those lines. Maybe they could have used her in some sort of form and fashion down the line. She has an appearance somewhere down the line, but it's her appearance because she's dead, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know. But yeah, exactly. it's a, it's you know, she's one of the better characters I think in this entire thing, she and is. she has a lot of great moments. And she th- just first of all, she. I don't know if she runs like a 40 and like 4.4 or whatever. Yeah, hey, man. Tag with the kids. Super talented. Yeah, her playing and... tag was really cool. And I also think like that was just a good parallel because it, I like, I, I don't know if like race essentially played a part in the kids growing up in the orphanages or whatever, but like it just kind of made me feel like crone like identified with the kids more than Isabel. Like, yeah, she was over, uh, mm-hmm. a mother as well. But I also feel like like maybe she had it a little bit harder. Maybe she got teased or something like yeah. that, where it's to the point where like she really knows what it's like. So she knows she's on it. Like, you know, like that one gym teacher that can like really shoot hoops with you because like they be right. on the block. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how that was her. But she got she got the she got like shit from um Isabella super early. Like yeah, Isabella, exactly. she was like, Oh my god. And Crone came in, she was like, Hey, you know, I just want to do the best job possible. And you know, I think some of these kids, oh my god, like, some of the kids know the secret. We gotta get rid of them kids. And like, Isabella was like, I got this. <laughs> know your role, all right. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. You are here for assistance. You're not right. here to be a mom, it. you're not here to be a detective. And then Crone's like, scene after that is disturbing. What? Like it's really good. Like with the, the doll. Yes, it is yeah. so like watching it. If if you show somebody that for the first time yeah, watching that, that they're really, like, yo, it's actually really scary animated. It that is. Was, they like, do really good. Creepy. Yeah, but, like, a lot of the facial sense. expressions and oh. up and angles, like, like you said. A, a talking point. Like people were saying, they made her look that way because they made her. She was supposed to be like the scary figure. So, like, that mm. was, like, some people's little, like, excuse talking point to why she looked that way. But it's, mm. like, I'm not going to agree with that because I feel like they could make a normal person also look scary. But yeah. it just kind of yeah. also added to the, like, this aggressive, like, just, like, completely energetic. She could keep up with the kids. She's all, she knows all their secrets. She's, like, three steps ahead of Isabella. Like, she was just, right. like, athletic. And just, like... Mm-hmm. It it was amazing. She was on it. Yeah, she she went way too early. She went. She was. She was. She was half for like a good like four episodes. I I really feel like she could have added a lot to like the plot going forward. Right. Like a lot. One hundred percent. 
especially when they introduce her backstory right before she like you know, yeah, she gets exactly. yeah. you should have known because anime <laughs> right she she's the one who kind of if it's anything i mean her the power that she has in this entire plot is she's kind of the one who like is really the link between them finding you know I don't give too much right now, but all the stuff that happens in like later season, she's kind of linked when she gives that pen. With yeah, the, that with pen. The map. That's so it. Like, yeah, she and does all this... have a little like uh, Easter egg, like important part, but yeah. I just feel like her herself, her presence was just like, they really could have, like, she was way more interesting than Isabel. Absolutely. So like... Absolutely. I mean, I just, yes, but you know, I still love Isabella because she's just, yeah. I mean, she's yeah, called no, 100%, but she's they way can, more interesting. She's, She's way more like, what could she do next? What what's going to happen next? Because it's like we didn't know for sure till like pretty much the end whose side Crony was actually on. Like she was helping Isabella, but then she kind of wasn't. She was helping the kids, but then she kind of wasn't. Then she gave him that pen, so it's like, was she really helping the kids? And then it's like, you know what I mean? But Isabella, it's like we knew from after her with her actions like i feel like the scene where she breaks emma's leg is just oh man. my god it's one of the Chef's it's one of the best kiss. moments yeah one Chef's of the best moments kiss. i was just like oh because you know like you can be an evil villain and just be evil you can just be evil and yeah. just be following orders acting but on it though her breaking her leg i feel like that showed us that like isabel isn't just like following orders like she's about her products like they right. are product to her these are not her children whatsoever right like, and she's and she's still she's able to especially after that moment it's like this harsh reality you have this kid you raise her until she's 13 years old so there's obviously some sort of connection with her but you still yeah. have the power to be like ultimately at the end of the day i'm gonna break you away fucking this up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she returns she returns carrying emma and it's like face completely unfazed yeah her, um, she's sad for her she's like oh she fell or whatever she said that happened to her or something like it was yeah. crazy. And, like I that it, that part, I was just like, oh, okay, I see what type of person she is. Yeah, it takes you through a wave of emotions because now you're thinking like they're telling you, okay, we, we got to ship out someone. They they were planning to escape in ten days. They're like, oh no. Nah. Once um Ray gave it up, and then yeah. Ray ends up getting double crossed because the mom was like, yo, I'm two steps ahead of you. Yeah. But even the story between Ray and Isabella is like, whoa. Like, I know. Yeah, it's I know. A, you know things you didn't think were gonna happen. Honestly, yeah. That's another thing too, the whole Ray thing. I actually forgot about that. It's been so long. Yeah, that was mind blowing. Oh. That yeah. was mind blowing. Like Super finding twist. out that like he been new. Like, I right? Was just like, and what to me? To me, in the beginning, you know, Ray obviously kind of being, you know, always saying something witty about escaping or staying alive if he escaped, like. I think that was they were just trying to confuse us on oh he's just a smart kid he just knows yeah. what's going on like not knows I mean, what's going you remember on remember your birth then <laughs> right, yeah. right right that's wild I was like that's yo wild <laughs> your mind <laughs> um, but I mean it takes you through this wave of emotions because after they break after um, she breaks you know Emma's leg. Mm-hmm. Then you get that you get that episode where it's like okay Norman has to go. And he's being offered essentially, and they're trying to do everything that they can about it, and they're trying to do it, but then they lose hope. And it's yeah. it just continues this kind of wave of emotion, it's like wave of momentum. You're like hearts rising, all this other stuff. Yeah, you know, it literally is a just, psychological thriller. Like, yeah, it's and it's like, what can they do from there? But 
then you figure out, I mean, the next episode that they've, I mean, because they told Gilda and Don, shout out to Gilda and Don, just, yeah. just because, you know, also, just because, just because. Enough credit either. Actually, I would like to mention Gilda as one of my favorites as well. I take it back. Please, they, please do. They, 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 those two are also great. Like, I feel like any of the kids who just kind of like had this feeling without them telling them are just like, like they were just on it. I like them. Like, Gilda yes. and Don definitely. Yes. Yeah, they stayed behind too, right? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, no, no, Gilda and Don went. I mean, they went did they? Them, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yes, they one hundred percent went with them. I mean, Don was not happy when it was like they killing kids, and you didn't let us know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But it's like Don, come on, like look at the like, come on, read the. How roots. am I supposed like, to tell you this? Just, yeah. Like I feel him, but like we can't just just you know like come on, <laughs> we gotta ease into this information. This is life changing. Right, but and you like guys said, are the oldest, so it's like you being no, knowing it and being able to barely handle the information. Like, imagine like that again. That's why I like Phil because it's kind of just like they told him everything and he was able to hold it down. But it's like yeah. a lot of the kids, yeah. you you say that and it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's my mom. <laughs> and Phil was like, No, I'll stay. It's fine. I'll do it. I was like, Oh, Phil. Yeah, come man. On. Come on, bro. Yo, Phil. <laughs> I'll stay another year. No worries. They can't ship me out. I'm not six yet. I'm, I'm still stringy. I don't know. <laughs> like, imagine, like, I mean, but then he kind of becomes the Ray because it's like yeah. I was about to say. Imagine knowing all of that and having to uphold that information down, but it's like Ray I know. So, but the Phil is even younger. So I'm about to say they're different though. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. But that that I mean, those final two episodes with the escape, but the idea of like, first of all burning down um yeah the entire burning uh, down grace field yeah. having that set up with the with the meat <laughs> with this like here's raid's body it's uh, just a bunch of meat <laughs> i got baloney and i've been saving baloney for months for this moment right here. <laughs> this is um, it. all the bed sheets they had to steal like Oh my god, and like knit together and this kind of plan that they have and the tags were yeah, all the part playing, of it. Playing of mm-hmm. tag, yeah. Swinging with the hangers and all it's this brilliant. stuff. It's brilliant. It was it really good. especially because the, she had the tracker. So it's like not only do they have oh to like escape, like they <laughs> she like the, there's a huge handicap. Like no matter what, that's why Isabel was so laid back. Because she's like, yo, no matter what, y'all all got a chip in you. I know where you're at. So yeah, it's fine. But until I mean, the, the, Emma had a chopper. I'm not. I, I gotta even look back. I mean, this are, uh, we'll see in season two for ears. Just kind of still like mm-hmm. near. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the main sacrifice when she when uh, Isabel looks into that bucket and sees her ear and was like, damn, yeah. she's really willing to do everything. She was about it. She knew. I like that she saw and, that because it's like, yo, she like you said, like she's about it, like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that those final two episodes, I mean, they're they're up there. They're it, it's really this is really like an all time like amazing season and just amazing anime in general. True. Yeah. Those those episodes of escaping the house, they're being in the snow. Mm-hmm. The, they're first, you know, scared or like, oh, it's gonna be winter by the time it was like, fuck it, we gotta do it anyway. Do it. Don't matter. We, I feel like. Know, with all the anime that came out during that season, like this mm-hmm. was the strongest season because 
yeah, we had Demon Slayer and yeah, we had Dr. Stone and other things, but it's like, I feel like those are kind of like, not everyone loved all of Demon Slayer. It did get a little slow at certain points, Mm -hmm. you know, during the season. Not everyone loved all of Dr. Stone. Again, it did get a little slow, but it's like, that's anime. Like there's hype, there's the story, there's the plot, and then there's more hype towards the end. So not everyone's right. okay with that, but with Promise Neverland, it, like you said, it, it it's like a movie. It's like a movie. It just right, it's just it was a strong action. twelve episodes. For real. <laughs> just really, it really? It, even, it, like, it showed that maybe Titan, less could be more. Exactly, like even Attack on Titan gets slow at some points. Like it's not always oh all God. action. It's not we, always all. We've like, been having quick plotting. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been, been having, having conversation on discussion. That. about Attack on Titan because I just started watching it. Legitimately started watching. I still feel like this is a. I stepped in at the best time because if I had to once again wait for all that. Oh stuff yeah, week and to week. The, the last season is about to come out, so you're mm-hmm. good. Yeah, to catch yeah. yeah. Last season's about to come out, but we we're having that discussion as well because you know Attack on Titan very long in the tooth, very mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. a lot of talking, a lot of explanation. Oh, you I have feel like no generally, idea. <laughs> yeah, you can you can doze off for a bit and come back. I mean, you won't miss too much because it's a lot of talking. Trust yeah. me. You kind of get the idea. It's like, ultimately. Yeah, it's very, but... it's a lot of like political, military, mm-hmm. jargon, talk, mm-hmm. talk. I mean, I'm, I'm caught up. I mean, a lot I, of characters I read up... as well. Like it's, it's stamped though. That's what I was telling Mills. I was like, man, the, the series is stamped. You know, it's kind of already established. It's it's one of the the goats. You know, like it's yeah, already, no, it already has its place. Again, especially if you read, like it's about to end. The manga probably has maybe like under fifty more chapters, and that's probably giving it a lot. It's probably like twenty or so. It's mm-hmm. the story. It's it's a it's like again like when it comes to like yeah we watch an anime and we like anime, and then when it comes mm-hmm. to like you watching this anime and you can actually sense that this story, this work of fiction, is like literarily good good like like they're using these de- these literary devices like i feel like oda does this a lot like like you can read it like a novel mm-hmm. so yeah. attack on titan i feel like is one of those things i feel like berserk again a- another one of my favorites like i feel like that you can read as like a, a harry potter book like it's it's Ooh, anime okay. yes it's manga yes but it's like there's so much plot devices there's so much different things and flashbacks and like connecting the dots and stuff like and twists and turns just like promise neverland like right and, I would and, and it's promise good. neverland book <laughs> and you know what you know what i also like about this the fact that um the sort of emma could have been emma could have easily been a, a a guy you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah. they, yeah. they could have they could have offered that they could have opted that and 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 i say easily because you look at a lot of shonen and you look at a lot mm-hmm. of things and they're all led by male characters because obviously that's kind of the general audience i mean that's where they're kind of targeting these people who read manga and all these yeah. action and all stuff like that we need more info, this, man. Yeah. yeah but for them to see you know a female sort of protagonist to be in that sort of way, not someone who's really bounded by like, I'm you know, girl. they kind of, yeah, I'm a yeah. girl. I have feelings. I have emotions. Like, right. and then granted, all those things are real. Don't get me wrong. All those things Absolutely. Kind of make up. Absolutely. Well, it's not she, necessarily. She, she makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she gets there, but she's still. Oh, but like, true. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. You're right. To see that, especially like during when the chapters were dropping, like. On the cover, yeah. Jump, like she was the only girl, like the main yeah. girl for Shonen Jump. At got the an time. AK in like, her hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, represent. I'll, I'll say from this point on, in terms of um, revealing stuff about chapters later, we're gonna wrap up pretty soon. So if you have not actually read past 
the first season, go don't do listen it. to this point. Um, yes, go do it right yeah. now and then return to this podcast and it's worth it. You know, <laughs> listen to the it. last five minutes or ten because minutes that or whatever. Next arc, Goldie Pond. <laughs> It is so good. Think like, oh, this can't get any more crazy. This is fine. Like, wow. And then it does. Arc was crazy. They escaped. It's probably gonna cool down. Goldie Pond. I'm so ready. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like, I I was so glad that I got in while I did because I was able to kind of indulge. And you know, with the shonen, with the manga, it's a very week by week thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's so much that you enjoy week by week, and you're like, oh, I can't wait for the next week, or I can't yeah. wait for the next two weeks, or something along those lines. But kind of like, at the end of the day, I think this is all meant to be consumed as like this one long kind of story. Yeah, and exactly. to, to be able to consume it in that sort of fashion, and not really by week by week fashion. If you're writing week by week, chances are the I think the overall story will suffer. If you're trying yeah. to please people, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If but it comes trying... down, that's when you see things like fillers and stuff start to yeah, take place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, you, when you're able to kind of read it all as this one thing, I'm like, man, when they animate this, this is going to be incredible. Like they're, out, yeah. they're fighting demons yeah. themselves. Oh, man. They, they, they meet a lot of, they meet other humans. They yeah. meet other demons they meet friends they meet you all these the other story things like, of everything like mm-hmm. oh my god season, like yes you know they're kids and they're getting eaten but like that's it like you still have a shit ton of questions because it's like what w- like in what world is this like how is right happening? right so, where are the humans why is this story, it's like <laughs> yeah really fulfilling <laughs> I think so as well. I mean, it, it's incredible. Like we said, if you have not read it yet, what are you doing? It's all done. So you're yeah, able to consume now, it all as one. I, I haven't even finished because it, it, it gets kind of, uh, but then it, it picks up again. So. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. You're 100% right. It gets kind of, uh. I'm not going to I'm like, yo, you already done I yet? I had some beef with Emma. I had a lot of beef with Emma for a little bit. You know how they like to do it. It's like, oh, you love this character? Well, watch this. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I honestly feel like that's what the author was doing. I honestly feel like up to that point, Emma was just so pure and just so like, like you couldn't not like her. She was doing everything right. She was fighting for what she believed in. Go, Emma. And then it got to a point where it's like, all right, you're being way too virtuous. These niggas was yeah. killing people. Like, right. No, we got to save everybody. Relax. Yeah, Calm like down. it just becomes this. It's just so self righteous, and and honestly, I feel like it's good writing because it got me mm-hmm. upset. You know what I mean? Like it that's what supposed to do. Because yes, she's a, and that's a lot of the the argument I was having on shown in like in that whole thing on Twitter was just that at the end of the day, she's still a shonen character. At the end Absolutely. of the day, she's still a shonen protagonist, and it's going yeah. to be the power of friendship. Over everything. You already know. Yeah, you already know. Pretty much she is. Met, pretty much uh, is. Musica. She met those two demons who weren't bad, and that was it. Right. <laughs> like that. And she was like, "Yo, demons you know are what? demons are bad after you all." Guys are kind of cool. She's like, you know, literally, like, forget the slaughter. You can't destroy all you guys. The slaughter. She goes, "You know what? These guys are nice. So yeah, let's 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 let them live." Like Emma. Listen, please. demons. It's not our fault that they got to eat us to live. It's yeah, it's the government. And it makes you feel like it's like, damn, like I get it. Like it is not their fault. And then you find out, like you know, like they they don't even know it's not their fault. You know, like they don't even know. I mean, Demon Slayer does this a lot. You know, Tanjiro feels a lot of sympathy for any demon that he has to destroy. Yeah, but it's like, girl, how empathic. 
can you be? And then yeah. the, I also like the Norman switch up because oh yeah, me too. I was this, just about to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. this complete it's, parallel. Like, uh, it, it's such a good. It's just beautifully written. Like, love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, the Norman, the Norman surprise. Anyway, just <sighs> him, just this, like oh, still to this day, I don't really like. I understand. But like, also, I don't. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I, I don't understand either. But it, when revisiting this first season, I was like, he did go left into that room. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like yeah, you have to I, like. It must be like little things from like the beginning that you didn't really notice and things like that. But mm-hmm. the Norman thing was was pretty cool. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like seeing um, his crew. I really like his crew. Some of those characters are some of my favorite. Like I really like the girl. I like like the bald yeah. guy. Like yeah, they they really open the world up and they decide yeah, exactly. a lot of new characters and all this other stuff, which is I which think is what cool. a lot of yeah a lot of anime does it when they kind of move forward. It's happened with Dragon Ball. It's happened mm-hmm. with uh, My Hero. It's a, a lot of di- they open up things, so able to experience new characters. And new experiences and all these other stuff, and you're able to kind right. of get a lot of uh, that development, know, that development. Yeah, because the in, development. The first, in the first season, if it continued like that, then really you're only meeting Isabel and the kids. So yeah. it's like for them to break out and now actually get to like meet new people. Like you're, it's literally like world expanding. Like you just build the world. Right. And I also like that. Like for instance, in Goldie Pond, they bring people with them after a mm-hmm. place that they go to. Like it's not just like oh like you meet these people and you leave them there and you never see them again. Like her crew right. comes like bigger as the story goes on. So I think that that's because Emma's like, yo, y'all friends. Yeah. Let's link. Come on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> let's link. Like, yo, you're human. I'm human. We're both eating for meat. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Right, right, right. I'm not sure what that guy is, but he can come along too. <laughs> seriously. Um, but with that said, I mean, this has been an amazing episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Sachi, for Thank coming you for through. Me. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a blab about anime. You're natural. Yeah. <laughs> Truly natural. Yes, 100 percent Um, of course, where can they follow you? Even though I'm pretty sure they know uh, at this point, because we're gonna share all of it. But where yeah, can they follow well, you? My Instagram is Chibi Thought with the zero for the O and Thought, and then my Twitter is Chibi Thought with a O for the O and Thought. <laughs> and my Twitch Let's... is Chibi Thoot with two O's. Two zeros. Two zeros. There you go. We'll we'll, we'll make sure we have the links up. Yeah. There will be a link. But thank you so much for having me, guys. This was awesome. This was fun. I got to check out some You're welcome. This is it. Yes. Thank you. Everyone follow these guys. Make sure. I will come. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Thank you, um, everyone. Thank you for, you know, thank you for listening to this. Thank you for enjoying it. We hope we got you guys into the Promised Neverland. Um, You can make sure to follow us. Um, you can follow me at Meals TV, M-E-E-L-Z-T-V. You can follow Jeff at Old Newsboy on Twitter. You can yes, follow sir. The Lookout, um, The Lookout RNC on Twitter. And you can follow just everything from there. I mean, we've got a manga podcast called The Big Eyes. We've got mm-hmm. a Pokemon called Mount Silver. Mount Silver. We've got some more stuff coming down the pipeline. Yes, nice. All we got it, yeah, all we got is content coming. Um because that's what, you know, we love anime and we love creating. So we just put these two worlds together. Um, that's all I've got. I mean, we, we're still here chilling in summer at Kame House. This is still amazing. Um, we may be back, right? We got one more? Yeah, yeah. 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 We got another one. The next one <laughs> The next one will be a fan choice. I believe we're still, we have to figure out the movies. Yeah, yeah. We're going to pick. 
but it will be a fan choice, so you guys will be able to vote on whatever. And then after that, we got a special surprise coming up, which is going to be mm-hmm. amazing. So make sure you tune into that as well. Sachi, once again, thank you for thank coming. Thank you so through. much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Everyone read The Promise Everland. Uh, <laughs> yes, 100%. And we will see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah.